Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupation with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Talking practical tips, practical help. Let's talk how to be a little less busy nowadays. All of us are so, so busy nowadays. Too much to do, too much demanding attention, too many roles and too many routines, too much going on in order to be involved in the world. So with the help of beingminimalist.com and Joshua Becker, let's talk some helpful tips on how to be a little less busy. You know, my structure, I talked about this last year and this semester also, my my tips were to how to structure the week. The week is crazy. You know, I'm in the Board of Ed working in the public school in New York City from around 8 to 4. I leave the house at 7. Our helper, our college helper, comes to help transition the kids out. My wife puts them in. I'm already walking to the ride to get to school, and I'm home by 4, 4.15. But from 4 to 7, that's really prime time hours with the kids, with the wife, before anything else can happen. And then when I see my two students online, it's a few hours behind in California, so I could see them, and then anything after that, if I ever need to call someone and talk to someone, it's really best after 7.30, 8 too hard otherwise that's when we record a lot of times when the kids are finally down but we're so busy it's so difficult to get things done that's why i do laundry switching off every other night that's why we hired cleaning help to help us twice a month dishes pile up but we try not to do that we talked about that the other day also and the baths also we try to do every other night for the skin reasons and practical realistic reasons and that's why shabbos preparations for the sabbath wednesday thursday we usually we buckle it half and half and Sunday usually becomes chore day, especially for towels and bedding. But there are other ways to make ourselves less busy. We have to figure out ways to make our life more functional, more applicable, so that we don't be so busy. Because those who are wise won't be busy. And those who are too busy can't be wise. That's a quote that comes from Lin Yutang. And we realize nowadays, Jeff Schinneberger says that Shinnebarger says that busy has become the new fine. When you ask someone how they're doing, they used to say fine, everything's great. Nowadays, everybody says, how you doing? Busy. I'm so busy. I never have enough time. Guilty as charged. I say that a lot. Also, seemingly busy has become the default state for too many of us. Is it really improving our lives to be so busy, especially with the smartphone, especially with technology? Technology is good and bad. Everything is good and bad. You can use it for good, hopefully. But it makes us much busier. Statistics show 75% of parents are too tired, too busy to read to their children at night. Isn't that sad? There's a rising number of kids being placed in daycares and after-school activities. Some kids are in daycare from 8 to 6. We try to do 8 to 5, but even so, that's still a very long day. But we do pick them up before 5 many times. A lot of kids are being put in many long programs. Americans are having time finding opportunity for vacations these days. 33% of Americans living with extreme stress. Nearly 50% of Americans say they regularly lie awake at night because of stress. Definitely hits us also. It's a problem. We've become too busy. It's not inevitable. Busy is not inevitable. It doesn't have to be this way. We could take steps to unbusy our lives. We realize, number one, we should realize that being busy is a choice. It's a decision we make. We are never forced into a lifestyle of busyness. The first and most important step to becoming less busy is to simply realize that our schedules are determined by us. We do have a choice in the matter. We don't have to live busy lives. Also, stop the glorification of busy. Busy in and of itself is not a badge of honor. In fact, directed at the wrong pursuits, it's actually a limiting factor to our full potential. It's okay to not be busy. Repeat that with us. 
as Josh Becker and BeingMinimalist.com says, repeat it with us. It is okay not to be busy. Again, this is the help of him and the website. We want to realize that we should break down ourselves not to be so busy. If you ever look at the train, you ever look at the plane, you ever look at the subway, everyone is on their phone. Why? Is it so difficult for people to look out the window, to actually look around, to actually look at each other? Is that such a crime? Do people feel like this intense fear and anxiety that if they're not looking at their phone, God forbid, they'll look at the world or look at other people, they'll actually be involved in what's around them? It's crazy. In the olden days, there never was such things. People would literally sit on the train, have to talk to each other, have to learn who they are, have to interact with people, have to look at their surroundings. Nowadays, everyone's glued to the phone, glued to everything around that. It is okay to not be busy. Appreciate and schedule rest also. One of the reasons many of us keep busy schedules, we fail to recognize the value of rest. We haven't. In the Jewish way of life, Shabbos, Sabbath, forces us to turn everything off for 25 hours. It's fantastic. Even if you're not Jewish, try that. Turn off your phone from Friday to Saturday night. Try it for a whole day and a half or whatever time of the week you want to do. Rest is great. It's beneficial to our bodies, our minds, and our souls. Set aside one day per week for rest and family. See, Jewish life already knew that for thousands of years. God already knew to set that in life for our week. Schedule that every day from Friday at sundown to Saturday night at sundown. We need that. Intentionally schedule it on your calendar, then guard it at all costs. Nobody could touch your rest time. When you're with family, when you're eating, when you're praying, and when you're reading things that are so good. My favorite time of the week after the kids are in bed, after we did the Sabbath meal, is when I sit next to my wife and we read. We take out our pomegranate seeds, we take out our lassos. I love it. We sit down. My favorite time of the week. And then my favorite non-Sabbath time of the week is Saturday night. Once the kids are sleeping and we have our date night, movie night, before the work week starts again. Set your priorities every night. No matter how busy the day is, my wife and I try to sit down and watch something. It might not be for hours, but just to get that time to watch and spend time together. We also now try to read something from a spiritual book and a regular book. Just to have that time together after the craziness of the day is really important. Revisit your priorities. Become more intentional with your priorities and pursuits in life. Determine what are the most significant contributions you offer this world. Schedule your time around those first. Busyness is at its core about misplaced priorities. I always talk about using my voice. I loved radio. These shows, we really want to help people. We want to help the world. So I do a, different, a couple of different shows, one on the Talmud, one on the, the Torah portion for the week, one on the Ethics of the Fathers, and the OT show where we try to use what we want. And, of course, you have to make sure to take care of the wife and the kids and your job. But do the things that you really enjoy also and make sure it's prioritized. Own fewer possessions. Ethics of the Fathers says the more possessions, the more worry. The things we own take up far more time and mental energy than we realize. They need to be cleaned, organized, and maintained. The more we own, the more time is required. Own less stuff and find more time because of it. Cultivate space in your daily routine. Take time for lunch. Guilty as charged. I always work through lunch, but really, I should not do that. Find space in your morning to sit quietly before starting your day. I do try to do that. Invest in solitude, meditation, or yoga. Find opportunity for breaks at work. In between the craziness of the day, in between the craziness of whatever's happening in your projects or life, begin right away cultivating little moments of space and margin in your otherwise busy day and find freedom in the word no. Seneca wrote, everyone agrees that no one pursuit can be successfully followed by a man who is preoccupied with many things. Recognize the inherent value in the word no. Learning to say no to less important commitments opens your life to pursue the most important. Busy does not need to define you. Unbusy is possible. It's okay to be happy with the kind life. And doesn't that sound great? Again, in the beginning of the day, before I start seeing the kids at 8.30, that 8 to 8.30 is the treatment time. I like to sit. I like to drink the hot chocolate. I like to 
eat my cereal, and it really makes the day better. When I don't have the milk, I don't have the cereal, or I don't have the drink, it really messes up my flow. And then I can organize my thoughts. Who am I seeing that day? What are we going to do? Just a great way to start the day. And if you sit in the middle of the day with your lunch, at the end of the day when you have note writing, and then before you come home, it's really good to organize yourself. Make yourself less busy. You'll be happy because of it. Join us next time as we continue talking to help tips and the like here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.